the UK's largest kids' activities directory, helping you find clubs and activities for newborns to 18 years. Visit our website www.clubhubuk.co.uk or download our free app on the App Store or Google Play. This episode is sponsored by Karis Keneally, who helps children's activity and service providers to approach schools and nurseries without cold calling so they can grow their business with confidence and have a bigger impact on children's lives. You can get in touch with Karis via her website, www.kariskeneally.com. My name is Tessa Robinson and welcome to the Club Hub podcast, bringing you all the latest news and stories from the kids activities industry. Today we are talking to Lucy Abraham from Bilingual Singh, Birmingham South. Languages have always been her passion and after completing her Spanish degree, she went on to spend two years in Santander where she taught English to all ages. Lucy then came back to the Midlands to study for her PGCC and went on to teach Spanish, French, as well as a little Italian in schools for many years. Hello, Lucy. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, good. Thanks. Um, so did you grow up in Birmingham? Yes, I did. I was born in Birmingham and I lived in Harbour, where most of my classes are, um, and lived in Birmingham right until I went to university where I went to Portsmouth and then I had my year in Granada in the south of Spain beautiful city everyone should go there and then as you said when I finished my degree uh, in Spanish studies I went on to teach English for a couple of years in the north of Spain in Santander Um, so yeah so other than Portsmouth and Santander I've always lived in Birmingham. (laughs) Oh, lovely. So, so yeah, tell me a bit more about Santander. What was it like te- teaching English over there? Um, yeah, so it wasn't planned really. So I was at university and the owners of the language school um, came to interview us and see whether there were some final year students that might quite like to do teaching English for a bit. And I went for it. And yeah, it was great. It was a private, private English school because there's loads of those over in Spain. And it was it was a great experience and it was good because I didn't have a fixed idea of what exactly I wanted to do after university and it was just an opportunity that presented itself. And so I got to teach, yeah, little ones right from around four years old. I remember them, it was around the time of, oh, I shouldn't, this is gonna age me, but when the Spice Girls were around, so I remember them being really keen on learning the words to Spice Girls songs as I was Awesome! (laughs) That really has aged me. Anyway, um, uh, but right through to older adults, uh, even got to teach Seviano Ballesteros' nephews and yeah older than that as well so really nice it was sort of part-time teaching so I got to really enjoy Spanish life at the same time which was great (laughs) oh amazing yeah um my uh, boyfriend's twin sister lives in Tenerife so whenever we get to go out there I absolutely love the food is amazing the weather is amazing and um yeah Spanish culture is awesome Definitely. Yeah. And I learned to salsa dance while I was there. So I got really into that. <laughs> oh, awesome. Did you ever wear one of those awesome, the, the really cool costumes, and the, like the frills and everything for salsa? No, that's more flamenco. So I didn't do flamenco. That's. Oh, that's yeah, of course. I'm thinking of flamenco. What yeah. salsa then? Is that more? Um... Latin, more Latin. So like oh, the yeah. 
after I was I was learning and yeah anyway (laughs) (laughs) good fun fun. so um let's just go back a second your passion for languages where did where did that kind of stem from have you got um parents that speak different languages not really so my mum did some and kind of maybe had an aptitude for languages but she didn't continue with languages at all she just did what she did at school um, I think it came from, I don't know, for some reason when, even when I was little, I was quite keen and interested to to meet people that were from different places. So I remember in my infant school, we had a girl called Marina who was from Greece and I automatically befriended people that came from different places and was keen to learn a few little bits of language. Um, we did do some French, which was quite unusual probably then at junior school. Um, so maybe learning it, I mean, we're very much believing at Bilingual Sing that the earlier the better for languages. So maybe the fact that I did learn lang- start to learn languages quite early on helped to encourage that love that I've developed for them. Yeah, so was that in kind of like after school clubs as well? Or was it literally just you, te- you learning it in lessons in, in primary school, in junior school, in secondary school? Yeah, I think it was just, uh, we were lucky with the form tutor we had in, in, I can't remember what year group it was, but it was certainly primary school. And he just happened to teach us French. I'm not sure everyone got that experience. So I was just really lucky and then went on to um, do French still at senior school, but then got the opportunity to do Spanish as well. And the rest is history. Carried on. Carried on with it. (laughs) Am I allowed to ask which one is your favourite language? (laughs) Uh, Spanish is the one that's my Um, favourite. I suppose because of having lived there and the kind of involvement in the culture and dance and everything. I love Spanish. Yeah, but French is great too. And I like (laughs) Italian's quite sort of between the two so it's got some of the grammar of French but um it's quite easy to understand if you know Spanish so there's a lot of crossover there as well so yeah but yeah does that kind of um does that kind of make you get like mix, um uh, get things mixed up though between the two if, if Italian's like a little bit similar does it does it get a bit dif- uh, difficult I don't find so no um I think it's different enough um but at the same time, if, if there were a word, so my Italian's probably the weakest of my three. Um, so if there were a word that I didn't know, you could probably make an intelligent guess by using Spanish and they would understand. So it's it's helpful in that way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that is very helpful. So um, so when you, um, so you, you taught over in, in Santander and you came back to the Midlands. Um, so... Um, when you came back and teaching in the schools, when did you decide to start your own business and, and to buy a franchise license, basically? Yeah, so I, I don't know. In this respect, I really believe in things happen for a reason and fate and opportunity and all of that kind of thing, because I really wasn't I wasn't looking. Um, it just kind of happened. So basically, I'd had my two girls. I'd gone back to teaching part time after both of them. Um, a lot had ch- my world had changed so things you know different things were important my priorities were different and the lovely bubble that I wanted for my my girls didn't fit in so well with what I was doing and traveling across to do the work that I was doing in the secondary school where I was and yeah. so luckily then Ellie who's the founder of Bilingual Sing 
just she just she I don't think she even messaged me I think she just connected with me on LinkedIn and um just the name of the company Bilinguising I was like oh that's me what's this <laughs> I love singing um into Amdram musical theatre and stuff and obviously I love languages so yeah it really intrigued me when I saw that and then obviously conversations developed and this opportunity to buy a franchise presented itself and I haven't looked back I'm so so glad that that happened it's it's like a natural progression that that's what was meant to be after having my girls this was the right thing yeah so tell me a little bit more about kind of what is a franchise because I'm sure there's people listening who who were thinking when you came back uh, you know to the Midlands and you kind of wanted something for yourself you might have just started your own business but but um tell us a little bit about like what is a franchise and how it's kind of like a a box full of like you know what to do and you know how to do it really isn't it a, a complete package exactly yeah because this idea hadn't even occurred to me I mean I'd be taking my girls to children's classes you know I would really enjoyed that and because a lot of them were to do with singing or dancing and I love those things you know I did have fleeting thoughts maybe I could do this kind of thing um, but hadn't really thought oh I think I want to start my own business um, and so, yeah, as you say, it was like a ready-made thing that already existed. Um, Ellie made contact. Obviously, I then looked into it. And um, instead of starting from scratch, there's already a tried and tested model, which has got a lot of research, a lot of time and effort, loads of planning already there for something that works already. So it's not a, oh, what if no one likes it? Or what if it doesn't work? You know that it does work because these people are doing it already. And also um, with the franchise, I mean, particularly with bilinguising, obviously I've got no experience of others, but the support is amazing. I mean, the fact that everything is there is a massive bonus. Um, and you don't have to, you know, you can use, there's guide, guidelines for you to use, there's planning, there's resources, there's amazing information on everything, uh, but obviously you've got the freedom to still be you. Yet at the same time, you've got access to the most incredible support ever. Um, you know, any questions or any problems, there's someone there for you, whereas if you were doing all of this on your own, it'd be a lot scarier, I think. <laughs> yeah, and how much input do you have for those lessons? I mean, you must be doing a class and you know, doing some singing or something and you think, oh, that will really work. Are you able to kind of go to, to Ellie and, and, and Mel and kind of go, oh, I've got this idea? Yeah, I mean, they're very receptive to ideas. In terms of the actual lessons, we've just got so many amazing songs that um, are already theirs, but you know we can sort of pick and choose a little bit so we'll create our own lessons we can follow the lessons that are there or we can create our own themes and go with different topics or um you know we can introduce songs that maybe weren't in the suggested you know it's up to us because obviously we know our classes and we know you know what they're enjoying or what they might enjoy that we haven't tried before so yeah there's still a lot of freedom there as well as all the the guidelines that you can stick to or the lesson plans that you can stick to if you choose to so 
Yeah, and tell us a little bit more about what a typical lesson involves. I know it's singing and languages, but I'm sure you're much better at telling everyone what it is than me. <laughs> yeah, so basically singing and languages, but I mean, it varies according to the age and stage, really. So, for example, for our babies, uh, well, essentially, first of all, we, 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 all our songs are bilingual, as the name suggests. So we'll tend to have... Uh, a lot of them are nursery rhymes. There's some original ones as well, where the song is first of all in English and then we'll sing it in Spanish or French or whatever the language might be. Um, and that helps to draw everyone in. So parents that might not feel so confident with languages still know what the song is. They know what the lyrics are gonna be because they're doing the English first. So it's a really good way of involving and including everyone. Um, and we'll often have sort of link between songs that leads us from one to the other. We won't have sort of 10 new songs each each week because that would be ridiculous and there'd be no learning progression then. So we do things very gently. Uh, we'll pick out maybe just three words per song to focus on each lesson, not bombard them with loads of different vocabulary. And then we'll just change one song each week, for example. So it's really gentle um, and people can actually, because obviously repetition is key with languages. Uh, even, you know, obviously learning our home language. Um, and so that enables the progression and the learning to take place doing it that way so gently. Um, and yeah, so they the lessons vary a little bit. So for babies, for example, we give mums, we incorporate the opportunity for mums to have a bit of a stretch, elements of yoga, the babies get a bit of a massage, there's lovely twinkly lights going on, um, but all still with the bilingual songs. Um, and as we go higher up, we have lots of props, lots of actions. So probably more actions as we go towards the toddler class. Um, but we do do after school classes as well, as well as going into nurseries as well. So there's all sorts of different classes and something for everyone at each stage. Great. Yeah, it's a really clever way of doing things as well, because I bet those some of those children go home and they start singing whatever nursery rhyme or whatever song in that language and the parents like oh you're speaking singing another language yeah yeah we we often um hear of of the the little ones coming out with uh, little bits of song in spanish or french and you know the parents just um thinking wow you know I, I i didn't know you were picking up so much and it's just that's one of the best things when you hear you know obviously you hear elements of it in class but hearing that it's being done at home as well it's really nice oh amazing so um just to touch on it in a, a little tiny bit for for the pandemic um i i guess you went kind of online and did online classes are you still doing them now and, and plan to do them like uh, in september or are you back to face to face yeah, very much back to face to face, which has been amazing. Honestly, I'm so grateful that we've been able to get back because it's been fantastic. So online classes, we all we started off in the beginning because obviously we knew things were not looking good. So again, head office were amazing and just ready. And um, so there was a, almost like an instant switch online. And we also there was a bit of a rotor thing going on, a bit of sharing, so different franchisees would do different bits and pieces and then we moved later on I couldn't tell you what month because I've lost track with all the different lockdowns <laughs> and we moved towards us each doing our own so our customers would access our own face group Facebook groups and have our classes so we do them all online like that 
Um, and then we've, you know, as we've been able to go back, most of us, I think, are now face to face. And but yet head office is still offering online classes, which is amazing for those people who might not be able to go out yet face to face or might be a bit more cautious about it, or people that actually just want a bit of extra Spanish or French or even Italian or German. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And how many of the bilingual uh, bilingual seeing franchisees are there now? There must be quite a few of you now. Hmm, there are. Do you know what? I'm not actually sure. <laughs> I haven't counted. I know we've, we've had a few more come on board um, in the last couple of months. Um, amazing so that's really nice as well because obviously it, these are uncertain times so it's really nice that we've still got new people joining us um I'm gonna say yeah. still plenty but I might be wrong <laughs> we're not one of these fast fast ones it's very yeah it's lovely yeah it's growing and growing which is a yeah. fantastic thing so um so with that with Birmingham South do you have kind of like a team of people that help you or is it or is it just you teaching all the classes very topical <laughs> it's just me <laughs> um but potentially I'm looking for someone to join me at the moment because um I'd like to offer more so I've got quite a few nurseries interested I've got more after school clubs interested well booked um and my parent classes have been going really really well so yeah I'm looking at September and the autumn term and and having a look at maybe there might be someone to join me yeah that must be really difficult like choosing what um who's gonna help you and everything yeah yeah it's it's yeah it's really important to me that we get that right so um, yeah lots of interviews and lots of uh, phone calls and meetings and oh god it is difficult isn't it because you need to find someone reliable but you need to find someone who's also good at music and good at languages and yeah. and everything really <laughs> yeah yeah so it's so a watch this space situation but happy happy with how things are but you know if we can offer the days that I can't offer right now for example um you know even maybe in a different location so we'll see. So yeah. Yeah. So are those your plans for the future, really? To just do more and more classes? Is it mainly kind of like public classes, or do you want to kind of get more into schools and nurseries? I want to keep it a mixture because I love doing um, all of them, really. So I definitely don't want to abandon parent classes to just do nurseries and schools. Um, so I like having the mixture. I think it's really nice, and you know, I want to be able to offer all those different groups of people you know what it is bilingualism does have to offer and bring languages to all of those different age groups as well yeah and are you able i know because of kind of covid and the pandemic uh, providers weren't allowed to to go into nurseries as much are you, do you feel you're kind of back in a few now or are you kind of wait until september really yeah no i am currently in four different nurseries so that's been great uh, yay <laughs> So, and I've got a few more interested, which is why I'm thinking, mm, maybe I need someone else with me. Um, <laughs> I'd like to do it all, but physically, <laughs> I don't know if I can. Um, but yeah, I mean, I only started in September 2019. So when we got to the lockdown and I thought, oh, I've actually only really been doing this six months or so. <laughs> you know, it, it felt longer, I think, because, you know, the training that you get, but also because it did really feel like it was meant to be. Um, yeah. yeah oh goodness that must have been so scary as well for your business only to be 
alive, you know, born a few months before and and, and go straight into a pandemic was, how was that for you? Was it, you know, really, really difficult? Or did you kind of feel that you kind of had a mindset to just make things work? Yeah, I think because um, as a franchise, we were ready. That made it all a lot less scary. And there was so much more, you know, I was seeing a lot more of my colleagues around the country because of all the online stuff and the communication to make that work and everything. So in that respect, that was that was nice. And also getting to see their lessons when people were doing online lessons, taking interns and stuff, it was it, that was good. Um, what wasn't so good was, um, I don't know, the first, like the summer was fine, but then when we did, it must have been January classes or November, maybe we got locked down here as well in November. Um, my internet was awful. So that was the only thing, you know, I quite got into it. Like at first I was like, oh no, I don't want to volunteer to do online classes and be, you know, on show, on a video kind of thing for everyone to see. But then it was fine, you know, once we started, it was fine. The only thing that stopped it being fine was that when we got to that stage and my internet was just awful. So there'd be one class which would always cut out and I have to then use my phone or something. So yeah, I don't miss that. But yeah, I'm oh. very grateful to get back to face to face. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I don't miss it at all. I love being back face to face. It just makes such a difference. Well, it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you, Lucy. If there are any parents or carers listening or anyone interested in the Birmingham South um, classes that you do, how can they get in touch with you? So um, they can email me. I'm lucy at bilinguising.com and I'll happily give more information. Um, or visit my website, which is uh, bilinguising.com forward slash find dash a dash class forward slash Birmingham dash south. <laughs> Great. Find a class Birmingham South with some dashes and yeah. <laughs> I'm also sure. on, sorry, also on Facebook and Instagram, bilinguising Birmingham South. So fairly easy to find, I hope. <laughs> Of course, very easy. Yeah, and I'm sure if people also across the country are interested in the classes anyway, they can just go on the South and all the locations are listed anyway. Yeah. And of course, amazing. Yeah, and find us. Yeah, you can find all the classes on Clubhub. I love promoting all of them. They're great fun. Um, so, yeah, I've just kind of got uh, one last question, if that's OK, Lucy. And yeah. that is, what's the best thing about being a kids activity provider? Ah, it's hard to answer because I'm not sure there's just one thing but for example, <laughs> today you know I've come from doing three parent classes and a nursery and there's been days like in the early days where maybe I, I was just oh I'm so tired I haven't got any energy but as soon as I get to class there was my energy it's just it's just lovely I love it I can't explain but today you know mums after uh, one of my classes you know they're very very active on a whatsapp group we set up and they're going off for coffee and they're just you know making providing the opportunity for little ones to learn languages from an early age which is so important because otherwise we miss the opportunity um leaving it too late but also providing the opportunity for mums to share that lovely experience and share some connection and build the friendships that I can see happening. I love that too. 
there's too yeah. many could go on for ages to tell you why I love it <laughs> but, yeah. no, it's really valuable as well yeah exactly as you said those parents who um yeah form those friendships and relationships through you know coming to classes is, is so valuable to them and um it's great to see um yeah just people making more friendships as, as they get older like you're never too too um old to make a new friend of course not yeah so it's great <laughs> Oh, thank you so much for talking to me, Lucy. It's been great chatting to you. I loved hearing about all your classes. Um, so yeah, everyone, I really recommend you go and take a look at Lucy's classes um, and, and visit her Facebook page and Instagram and give her a follow for, um, for that is Bilingual Sing uh, Birmingham South. And um, yeah, thank everyone for listening and we will speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. This episode is sponsored by Keris Keneally, who helps children's activity and service providers to approach schools and nurseries without cold calling, so they can grow their business with confidence and have a bigger impact on children's lives. You can get in touch with Keris via her website, www.keriskeneally.com.